What do you think heaven is? Let's ignore the question of whether there is a heaven at all, or whether we could ever deserve it. None of these questions have answers like asking what the gravitational constant of Earth is. We can answer those, and the answer immediately burns away on the wind. So what is heaven to you? Is it a state of perpetual, unquestioning bliss? Is it a tropical resort where the drinks are ever flowing and the sun is ever warm? Or is it... Whatever the answer is, I can't hear you, and you never heard me. The voice you're imagining is certainly not my own. But even in this false voice, I can tell you what heaven was to me. Now? Now I'm not so sure I have an answer, even for myself. I used to imagine heaven as quiet, silence, peace. A perfect contrast to the life I lived, where every single second I experienced was not my own, but was owed somehow to something or someone else. Twelve hours a day for causes I never believed in, meaningless words and sounds choking the air demanding my attention. All, it seemed to me, only in the service of making the world inevitably worse. I meant to escape, but I was never brave enough for it. I was told myself that I could right my wrongs in the climb, and finally becoming someone whose name was truly powerful, and thereby wield my influence to end the cacophony of my hell. That was a lie, of course. I was well on my way to power, but the way to power is more corrupting than the concept itself. Had I climbed far enough up the ladder of noise, there would have been no part of my mind which did not sing its ugly song. Such I understood, even in the past. So all I could do was forge myself a false idea of heaven. A nirvana of silence, of a grey empty wasteland filled with no desires, no sounds, nothing at all to do. A very strange heaven, I know, but I was so far removed from happiness that I could not imagine a real heaven. I could not people an imaginary place with souls that loved me, for I could not even get me to love myself. I could not imagine bliss, for bliss was something that took time, time that was owed to meaningless, endless work. So I could only ascend one rung in the ladder to happiness, even in my imagination. So I imagined this. It has been three months now. My ears still feel a bit beaten up, but they'll recover with time. My nose found itself ingratiated to the new normal a long time ago, and, well, my tongue is just as disappointed with my cooking as it has ever been. Almost everything that a normal person considered part of their life hasn't changed for me, save for the air conditioning. And that's a pain, but not nearly so much of a pain as I imagined it would be. Three months. Three months and it's all still difficult for me to conceive. There is silence outside. The birds sing, the wind whips by, and occasionally there's the barking of dogs or the groan of some engine sputtering to life just to... just to as quickly descend back into its death. But it is so, so much quieter than it has ever been before. There is nowhere I can go. Nothing I can tell myself I have to do. It's been... It was good. For a long while, it was good. Pure bliss, like the millisecond honey collides of the tongue. But now the honey sat on the tongue for a good while, and it's just sickening. A sweetness that I knew could never last, no matter how much I had wished for it in those blank moments between meetings and emails. 
The world I secretly despised is gone, and can never return for hundreds of years. There is no choice but the quiet, no noise but the song of birds, and I've come to hate the sounds nearly as much as I hated the cacophony. I hated the pleasantries, I hated the small talk. Nobody knew each other. Of course, nobody knew themselves in any real sense. Nobody had anything new to say. And yet, here I sit, with nothing new to think. At the end of it all, the end, of course, being here, at the end of it, my hatred for the maddening buzz of society was nothing more than me worshipping my own ego. I thought that I could play a symphony in my mind that would make life bliss, if only there was not all this other noise overpowering it. And did I? At seconds. Yes, I learned much more in just a few minutes after the end than I did in thousands of hours at work. And then... And then I learned that I didn't hate the noise as much as I thought I did. Was I any bigger of a person after the end? Was I any better, any smarter, wiser? No. I was just me, covered in the pastiche of hell. Or, as it were, heaven. And that same premise must have applied to everyone else as well. Was the end a bad thing? Surely most people say yes. I remain unconvinced. I was a brutish, terrible person before. I understood myself as such, delighting in the deaths of probably billions of people so that I could meditate and drown in my own supposed goodness. As I relished in the initial silence, I knew the end to be bad. People died, people suffered. Both of those things are tragedies when they apply to one person, let alone however many perished in those few terrible days. But then, everyone who was ever born was destined to die. We do not fear the time before birth, and only fear the time after death because of the automatic endorphin mechanisms that shout their little ideas to the brain through the passage of blood. The time before birth and after death are fundamentally the same, for there is no afterlife, no before life either. There simply is. A brief blip in eternity, as small to forever as nothing at all. The end expedited it all. Everyone would suffer just as they suffered when the bombs fell and the water mains broke. It just would have happened later. I... No, that's nonsense, too. I do not know that there is nothing after life. I do not know what meaning is. I do not know anything, really. I know how to tie my shoes, boil a pot of water, and put markings down on paper that when I look at them, make sounds in my head. I know... I know that things will continue. If as useless a person as me has managed to survive, then surely there are millions others out there. They will struggle, work, bleed, and love as all of us ever had. They will simply be crueler to each other than I remember them being, for the world has turned cruel to them. A new age of tyranny is set to dawn. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not until decades from now. And I shall receive my just reward for craving the silence. <laughs>